about. Do you remember what we talked about last week? It's dealing with difficult people. How many of you have difficult people still in your life? Even though, even though you heard some teachings, it, this, it just doesn't go away, do they? Some of these, the hard to deal with people just don't seem to go away. You know, I believe that God allows difficult people in our lives to help develop us. You know, it's one, if they have problems, you know, that's one thing. But sometimes God will send a very irritating person in your life to teach you patience. You can't learn patience in a textbook. <laughs> You've got to have some hands-on, on-the-job training with somebody who's really difficult, right? You, you can't learn forgiveness unless you've been hurt, right? You'll never know what it means to forgive someone unless you have something to forgive. <laughs> Do you understand that God will send and God will allow difficult people in our lives for our own good? To help us learn to, to be tolerant and to overcome and to learn how to deal with, hard to deal with people. And we need that. We all need that. You need that in your business. You need that in your marriage. You need that with your children, with your neighbors, with people that you work and associate with. And uh, have you ever had a, a neighbor that was just, you know, uh, hard to deal with? Oh, nasty. Ooh. <laughs> How about, how about someone who's needy? Last week I talked about critical, insulting people, very negative. But now I want to talk to you about another difficult people. These are the kind of people that are overly needy. They need you. They need your help. They need your money. They need your time. They just need and need and need all the time. They're just needy. Everybody say needy. <laughs> they just need you. And they're dependent on you. They're not independent. They can't stand. They, they're depending on you. You're my only hope. Ikaw lang ang pag-asa ko. Mamamatay ako kung... You know that? Now, today, I just want to ask this question. What do you do? Or what would you do when people ask you for help? How do you respond when people come to you and burden you with a big favor? Have you ever had someone, a neighbor, come to you and ask you for a big favor? Well, watch this story. And in this story, I want you to tell me kung anong magiging response mo pag ikaw yung, uh, kung, uh, ikaw yung neighbor ng family nito. So let me introduce to you uh, our family today, the Kapal family, Brad, Angeli, Fiona, and their baby girl. So the Kapal family, and remember, you tell me what you would do kung sila ay neighbor mo. What would you do in each situation? Okay, here's scene one, the first scene. Ngayon at kahilan na. Uy, mare, magandang tanghali. Uy, mare, meron ba kayong extra kanin dyan? Dadagan mo yun ng ulam. Kasi hindi kami nakapamalengki ng, 
ng kumpare mo kanina eh. Alam mo ba na busy-busy kasi ako nagraba ng mga damit namin buong araw. Tsaka si baby girl, hindi ko maiwan-iwan. Pwede. Freeze. Pwede ba? Kayo ba? Will you give kanin? At ulam? Pwede? Will you give? God bless your hearts. You're so nice. Paano kung naubusan ng ulam? Magbigay ng sardina sa lata? God bless your heart. Thank you for that. Now, on the next scene, it's another day, but remember, the same family. So watch scene two. Kailangan kita ngayon at kailanman. Tita, pinapasabi po ng nanay ko kung meron daw po ba kayong gamot sa sakit ng ulo. Biglaan po kasi yung pagsakit ng ulo niya eh. Nasobrahan po yata sa panonood ng wawawi. Tsaka pahingi na rin po ng isang supot ng ice. Ang init kasi eh. Mm -hmm. Bibigyan mo ba ng alaksan? O kahit anong gamot para sa sakit sa ulo? Sakit ng ulo? Ha? Huh? Bibigyan ba kayo? Raise your hands if you would give. How about uh, the ice? Bibigyan ka ng isang ice? Okay, kumalamig na tubig? Okay, bless your hearts. That's good. Now let's continue with scene three. Again, the same family, but another day. Kita ngayon at kailanman. Good morning, pare. Pare, makakaya naman sabihin siya. Pero alam mo, pare, ikaw lang yung tao malalapitan ko eh. Kasi, alam mo, pinutulan kami ng kuryente tubig. Kung pwede sana, pautan naman ng 300 oh. Babayaran ko rin. Promise, pagdating na pagdating ng bayaw ko galing Manila, babalik ko na yung inutang kong 300 pesos. Tsaka, pwedeng isang favor. Pwedeng makiligo na rin ako sa inyo. Kasi, sige na, di pa kasi na ibabalik yung tubig namin eh. Pwede. Freeze. Payag ba kayo? Taas ang kamay kung sinong pumayag dyan. Payag ba kayo? Kung ito ang kapitbahay mo, parang alangan. Okay. Yung iba. Yung iba. I thought you were Christians. I thought you were Christians. Okay. Now, let's continue with the next scene again on another day. Kailangan kita ngayon at kailanman. Magandang tanghali ulit sa inyo. Mare, pare, pwede bang iwan mo na namin si baby girl sa inyo? Talagang blessed na best kami and nagpapasalamat ako sa Diyos dahil andyan kayo. Kasi, mare, pare, alam ko naman na gusto-gusto ng anak niya, ng cute-cute kasi ng baby girl. Tingnan mo, oh si, uy, mare, kasi kami ng kumpari mo, mapunta kami ngayon ng Baratilyo. Last night na kasi. Alam mo naman, wag-wag lang ang kaya namin bilhin. O, sige ya, ingatan nyo yan. O, sige, babay. Ay, wait, wait lang. Kasi hindi kami nakapagbihin ng diet first sa gatas ni baby girl. Pwede bang kayo na rin bahalang bumili? Sige ya, salamat. God bless. God bless? God bless? Hmm. Payag ba kayo? Okay lang ba sa inyo yan? God bless, God bless. Is there anything wrong with these neighbors of yours? <laughs> okay. 
Next scene again, another day. Kailangan kong malaman na ikaw lamang. Oh, baby. Pare. Mare. Kasi... <laughs> Kasi si kumpare niyo nagwawala sa bahay. Kasi... Nagpadala ng letter yung may-ari ng bahay. Natitirahan namin na kung hindi daw kami makakabayad ng upa ngayon hanggang bukas, eh patatalsikin kami. Pare, mare, pwede bang magkahiram ng isang libo? Di bale, dagdagin na lang doon sa utang namin at saka babayaran naman namin kayo pag nakapagbenta si kumpare. Papautangin niyo ba? Kayo? Taas ang kamay. Anong magiging response mo? Papatung... Uh, 100. <laughs> Kung may pera? Pag may pera? Okay, now let's see the next scene again. Remember, the same family. Pagkalipas ng one month. Kailangan kita Ngayon at kailanman Mare! Pare! Wala naman yata sila dito eh. Hindi! Nakita ko nga si Mari bumaba ng tricycle kanina eh. Hindi kaya nakakaya na makikitira tayo pansamantala? Ano nakakaya? Hindi! Tsaka... Di ba mga Christian naman sila? Palagi naman na tayong tinutulungan eh. Brother June! Sister Mary! Freeze now. Now... You are Brother June and Sister Mary, the born-again Christian family helping these people. What would be your reaction? What would be your response? Would you respond like this? Aring inyo ng parang bahay na yung bahay namin. Uy! Salamat ng marami! Salamat ng marami! Pasensyahan nyo na. Pasensyahan na kayo, magulo ha! Hindi, okay lang. Saray naman ang kami sa magulo eh. Raise your hand kung yan ang magiging response mo. Okay, you're very hospitable. Alright, very good. Okay, or would your response be like option number two? Like this. Kailangan kita ngayon at kailanman. Pare! Pare! Wala yata sila eh. Ano ba? Nakita ko sila kanina. Kanina pa tayo dito naghihintay. Baka nagtatago. How many of you would raise your hands kung that would be your response? Magtatago ka na lang. Or, option three, would you respond like this? pull out a gun, a machine gun, an arm light, and just start shooting <laughs> your neighbors. <laughs> well, I want to share with you today what I believe is going to be a breakthrough response for you, the proper response on how to deal with needy, dependent people. These are the people I call the emotional vampires. 
emo vampire. You know, the vampire wants to suck your, your, your energy. They suck your emotions. They'll drain you mentally. They'll drain your time and money. And, and you could call it maybe even the financial linta. You know, the, how many of you na, have you experienced na kagat ng linta? Have you ever had that, that experience where they suck your blood and drain you? What if there was someone who drains you financially? Always pautang, pautang, pautang. Always want you to give and give and give. The vampire, the linta, it's like the relationship is not mutually beneficial. You know, it's like they always want something from you, help from you, but it seems that there's never a time when it comes back to you. Have you ever had an experience like that? A relationship that seems very one-sided. Now, it seems like walang benefit na bumabalik sa'yo. It's always just, yeah, take and take and take. There's takers and givers and these, these emo, emo vampires and financial leeches are just takers. Have you ever had someone like that in your life? Are you like that to someone else's life? I mean, are you the emotional vampire? Are you the financial leech draining someone else with your many, many requests? Itong tao nitong sinasabi ko is parang habitually in need. Lagi, lagi. Kinakailangan ko ng tulong mo ka talaga. Kay lagi, lagi, lagi. It's every time. It seems like they never get away. They always have problems. They're always in crisis. And always need to be rescued. Always need your rescuing. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I don't have an easy formula because we always have to depend on the Holy Spirit. Sa ating response. Hindi ko masasabi na you should do this, you should do that, and that will solve the problem every time sa bawat situation. Hindi naman ganun kadali. Because as Christians, we're supposed to help, tama? We're supposed to be generous, givers, helpers. We should receive our love from the Lord and, and help other people with that same benefit. To honor God and deliver His benefits. But then, hanggang saan? Hanggang saan ka tutulong? Hanggang saan ka magdadrain ng finances mo, ng emotions mo? Hanggang saan ka magiging responsible? So, kailangan natin ng gabay ng Holy Spirit lagi. Okay? So, let's just pray right now. I want to give you some things I think will help you. Pero let's pray right now. And Lord, give us the wisdom na mag-discern ng uh, aming response sa pakikideal sa mga difficult people, sa mga needy people, sa mga people na naging nagdi-depend, nagiging drain kung minsan na sa aming joy, drain sa, sa faith, drain sa aming uh, time and, and even resources. Panginoon, tulungan mo po kami na mag, mag, maging wise uh, that we could help people but not to the point that it's hurting them more. That not to the point na magiging dependent sila po sa amin. But let them be trusting in you and help us, Father, today in Jesus' name. Amen. So the, the first thing, uh, advice na I would share to you from the Word of God is to establish boundaries for yourself. Everybody say boundary. 
A boundary is a line or a border. You know what a boundary line? How many of you know where the boundary line of your house is or your property? The boundary line. So it's a, it's a line or a border that specifies where responsibility begins and ends. Okay? So it, it's, it's, a, it's a line, a boundary. Meron ba tayo mga pictures of boundaries? Maybe you have a boundary in your bathroom door. How many of you know that it's important to have a boundary between the other rooms that are public and the bathroom that's private, right? That's a boundary. It, it, it keeps private inside private zone and public in public zone, okay? Next, you got a, a fence. Now, this is very clear kung saan ang responsibility, Kung hanggang saan, siguro dito sa left side, sa may road, responsibility ng government. Diba? Pero dito sa loob, sakop doon, that's the responsibility of the landowner. Tama po ba? So yung boundary specifies where the responsibility begins and ends. Okay, next picture. You see a gate. Okay, pag sarado ang gate, ibig sabihin, Hindi siya open. Hindi ka basta-basta pwedeng ituloy doon sa loob ng property ng ibang tao. Di ba? May gate. Sarado yan. It means to say that probably you could go up to the gate, but don't go past this point. Unauthorized. Does that make sense? More boundaries. This is a boundary. Orasan. This is a clock that if your time at work is at 8 o'clock, that's a boundary. Yung clock in mo, that's a boundary. So ibig sabihin, Sa loob ng 8 o'clock hanggang sa 5 p.m. o kung ano yung oras na mag-clock out, boundary yan, sakop yan ng manager o boss mo. Hindi, hindi mo pwedeng gawin kahit anong gusto mong gawin dun sa loob ng time na yan. That is owned and bought by someone else who's paying yung salary mo. So there's a boundary on your day. Tama? There's a boundary on your schedule. If you come late, you miss the mark. You miss the boundaries. If you leave early, you're out of bounds. Does that make sense? Time is also a boundary. Next, this is a boundary of boyfriend, girlfriend, and a chaperone. I'm just showing this one because in relationships, if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a co-worker na hindi mo asawa, may boundaries. Tama po ba? May boundaries na which are very appropriate. Na pag boyfriend, girlfriend, di mo pwede, basta pwedeng uh, ihubad yung, yung partner mo. Di ba? When Bambi and I were courting, we set a very clear boundary. We talked about it. We made it very clear to each other. We will not sleep together until after we're married. Our boundaries were very simple. Hands off, clothes on. <laughs> Does that make sense? In love life, you have boundaries. If you're working with someone na hindi mo asawa, there's a boundary. Hindi sa'yo yung tao na yan. So there's a very clear boundaries. And uh, other boundaries include the bedroom. You know, there's a curtain there and probably there's a door. Pag pumunta ka sa bahay ng ibang tao, hindi ka basta ituloy sa bedroom nila. Diba? There are boundaries in our lives. And boundaries are important because boundaries help relationships keep secure and healthy. I want you to write that in your handouts there. Boundaries 
keep relationships secure and healthy. You know, yung mga bata, pag sinabi ng parents, huwag kang pumunta sa, huwag kang pumunta sa kalsada. Delikado doon, di ba? Boundary yan. Pwede ka dito sa compound natin, but don't cross the boundary. Nagbibigay ng security yung boundary na yan sa bata. Unlike sa ibang parents, walang pakialam sa sa mga kids nila, kahit, sa, kahit saan sila pumunta sa junction o sa hindi safe na area o sa madilim na lugar, hindi siya secure sa bata. Kasi walang distinction between the safe zone and the secure place and the places which are not secure. Naintindihan po natin that a boundary makes a person feel secure. A boundary gives a person a very healthy understanding of where he belongs and kung hanggang saan ang kanyang responsibility. Sa relationships, we need boundaries. In our personal lives, we need boundaries. Amen. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.23, Above all else, guard your heart. How can you guard something if you don't know kung hanggang saan yun? If you don't know where the borders are. We have borders on our heart. We have borders on our soul. We should know that I'm responsible for the area within me. I'm not responsible for the area that is within you. Kung anong laman ng puso mo, hindi ko sakop yan. I'm responsible for my own feelings. My beliefs and convictions. Do you understand? I'm responsible for my thoughts and my attitudes. But I'm not responsible for what you do or think or say. Do you understand that you guard your own heart? Put your hand on your heart and just say, I'm responsible here. There's a boundary here. And that boundary will help you in your relationships. Para iwasan natin yung mga... Pagkasabi na, you made me angry. Pagkaganon, ibig sabihin, you're not responsible sa sarili mong galit? Di po pwede yan. That is a boundary and you're within the boundaries and that is your feelings or your emotions. No one can make you angry. If you got angry, it's on your property, within your boundaries. You've got to deal with it. Hello. You've got to manage your soul. Okay? And I'm not responsible to make you happy. How can I control anybody else? But I can manage and control what's happening in my boundary zone. Are you following me? So this is very applicable sa ating mga relationships. So relationships with your spouse, they are not responsible to make you happy. You are responsible for your own happiness. Are you following me? And you must not depend on someone else to take care of you. Every one of us, lahat po tayo ay may karapatan to protect ourselves. And not only that, we have responsibility. Hello, a, a boundary is where it defines 
the beginning and the end of our responsibility. Everybody say responsible. Okay, responsibility. Your ability to respond to life. I have to protect my own heart. I have to protect it from bad influences. To keep bad influences out, I've got to guard my heart. To keep the good, nurturing, helpful things to come in, I've got to guard my heart. You know, boundaries helps me make decisions of what I allow in and what I keep out. Does that make sense? So in a relationship, we have to have boundaries. Mismong Dios naglagay ng boundaries. Do you know God has boundaries? The Bible says God is love. And He is not in darkness. Okay? God is in the light. He is light. So there's a boundary. Light, that's God's area. He's not here. So He has a boundary. Naglagay pa siya ng boundary sa man. In the Garden of Eden, God said, all of this area is yours. You can eat from the trees of any trees here. Any. But do not cross this line. Do not take from the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. That's a boundary. Why? Because boundaries helps the relationship be secure and healthy. So when they were within the bounds, they were very secure. They had a very close and confident relationship with God. When they went outside the boundaries, it created a problem sa relationship. See? So the best gift that I can give you is a healthy me. And for me to be healthy, I have to have boundaries. If I just let anyone step on me, walk on me, steal from me, hurt me, abuse me, I will be not healthy enough to give you anything. I will be always wounded, unable to give anything back. So I've got to learn to love myself enough to establish boundaries. Do you understand? It's like this. The Bible says, love your neighbor. How? As you love yourself. If you don't have boundaries, you won't be loving and caring and protecting and providing for yourself. You've got to love and care and protect and provide for yourself. You've got to learn to befriend yourself so that you can be a friend to someone else. If you love yourself, you'll be able to love others. Now listen, let's, let's go through this. This was interesting. Galatians chapter 6 in verse 2 hanggang 5 it says first it says bear one another's burdens but then in the next verses it says each one should carry his own load okay how about a little greek lesson the new testament word the greek word for burden is baros baros it means a, uh, 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 something's too heavy to carry alone. It's like a, a big box. I got the Balik Bayan box. There's no handle on it. You can't really hardly carry that 
and it's not meant to be carried by one person alone. It's something like a, a big, big burden. It has to be carried with help. You need help to carry. So the Bible says, bear one another's burdens, meaning help each other with the things that cannot be handled alone. Is that right? And then the next verses say, each one should carry his own load. It sounds like contradictory. Bear each other's burdens. Kanyang kanyang load. Tulungan mo ang kapwa sa kanyang kabigatan. But then it says, kanyang kanyang load. Well, the Greek word for load is fortune. P-H, fortune. P-H-O-R-T-I-O-N. And that means, it, it basically it translates as a backpack for one. How many of you have a backpack? You wear a backpack. You put your arm here, arm there. You straps this sapat lang for one person, di ba? Wala siyang backdoor straps na two or three people with one backpack, di ba? A backpack is good for one person. And what the word portion means, it sounds like the, our English word portion. It's the daily allowance. So the Bible says each one should carry his own daily responsibility your own load responsible for your own debts your own food if you eat your own plate to wash <laughs> you know if you have a bad day your own feelings to deal with if you have a good day your own the way you control yourself the way you manage your own soul each one should carry his own load are you following this that we are responsible within our own boundaries to handle and cope with life in our own load, for our own load. There are times when you just have a burden and you need Christian fellowship. You need prayer support. You need counseling. You should get that because you're not going to be able to handle that burden alone. You need the help of others. Don't be so proud that you can't ask for help. Don't be so proud that you can't seek counseling, that you can't open up to a Christian friend or a leader and say, I, this is a burden. I need help. Hey, we love to help people, right? That's what church is all about. That's what your cell group is for. That when you have burdens, there will be people there who will bear that load with you, not for you, but with you, together, you'll make it through that with the support of Christian family. Are you, are you experiencing that? The problem comes, here's where big problems come. Either you try to carry a burden all by yourself, or you neglect to carry your own load. You see that? Are you following me? You might have a burden that should be carried by a shared group of close friends that will help you through that season in life. And if you don't get help and you try to carry it alone, you will fail. But there are your daily responsibilities, the load that you should carry. And if you always put that load on someone else, 
You put your spouse into an inconvenient situation. You go to your neighbors. You say, can you help me with this? Sa totoo lang, responsibility mo yan. Maybe you were an unwise money manager. Or maybe you got into trouble because of your own poor decisions. And now you're facing the consequences. Hey, that is your own load. You should carry that by yourself. You should not burden other people with your load. Are you following that? (laughs) Big problem. Many Christians suffer in their relationships because they try to take their own responsibilities and put it on other people. Maybe emotional responsibilities. You're responsible to make me happy. You should please me. You should make me feel better. How come you're never helping me? How come you never listen? You don't understand me. Nobody understands me. Emo, emo, drama queen. Hello. You know anybody like that? Have you been doing that lately? Papa emo. Or maybe you put your financial burdens on someone else. Because you didn't save Maybe you bought something too expensive. Now you could not afford that. Now you have debts. Now you have problems. It's not anybody else's responsibility but your own. You should have managed. You should have tithed. You should have obeyed the Lord in, in terms of spending wisely and being a good steward of your finances. Don't expect other people to always bail you out of your problems financially or your problems emotionally don't be an emo vampire or a financial leech okay is this what you guys are quiet today what's the may not hey i love you i'm just trying to help you maybe i'm trying to help you either way so did you get that Last, again, don't try to carry a burden alone. We need each other. Okay? But don't try to always put your own loads, your daily responsibilities, on other people. It's not fair. Are you following me? Is that the balance? So, as again, we need the Holy Spirit to guide us each situation. Because every situation is unique. So, as we pray, Lord, what should I do in this? Is this a burden or a load? Should I bear this burden with, this, with my friend or with my family member? Or is this something that I need to let them take on their own so that they can learn to trust you? This is what we pray. Lord, teach them to trust you and to de- depend on you and not on anyone else. Okay, so it's boundaries. Everybody say boundary. And the two most common boundaries are time boundaries. Everybody write down time boundaries. And letter B is to set financial boundaries. Okay. Now, Jesus had time boundaries. Mark chapter 1 says that he woke up early and went to a solitary place to pray. Jesus put a boundary between him and the crowds. Sa, sa panahon na yan, sabi niya, I'm, I need to be alone. Lahat ng mga tao, inahabol na si Jesus. And they said, Jesus, where are you? Everybody's looking for you. Lahat nagahanap sa'yo. Ba't ka wala? 
And then Jesus, still, he would wake up early and go alone and put a boundary. Do you have time boundaries? If you take someone to lunch, be sensitive. What time do they have to be back? Diba? Kung ikaw ay naghihintay ng kamit mo, do you have a time limit? Maybe you can wait for 30 minutes, but not one hour. You've got to set a boundary. Kung wala kang boundary, wala kang self-respect. And you will be open sa ubuso. Do you understand that? You got to set time boundaries. Bambi and I have boundaries sa, sa aming time. We have a date time. Yung aming uh, date. Even though may asawa na ako, may date pa rin ako. And so we have a, we have a time, and this time we're together. Dalawa lang kami, usually. And then, uh, I have time boundaries sa aking weekend uh, schedule. Sa weekends, alam ng staff, alam ng mga tao dito na I don't make major decisions on the weekend. Saturday, Sunday is not the time, boundary, it's not the time for me to make a major decision. May lumapit sa akin, anong decision mo? May ganito, ganyan, may options na ganito. Kasi ang focus ko nasa service, nasa mga tao sa congregation, ng mga members, I don't make major decisions. We'll talk about it on Monday or Tuesday. Yan ang boundary ko. So that I can give more quality time. So boundaries help us to perform better in our job and to have better relationships. Pag may lumapit sa akin and I'm not able to give you my full attention, papa counseling sometimes, and I said, look, I can give you either five minutes right now or two hours on Wednesday. So it's, I'm just giving a boundary. I cannot give you quality time right now. Because I, want, I care about you. It's not because I don't love people. I love people. I care about you. But because I care about you, I want to give you the best time. And this is not the right time. This is a boundary. So let's talk about it sa ibang araw. Do you do that? Sometimes, you're, you know, some people are open all the time, 24 hours to everybody. May isang preacher na... Tumawag yung isang babae sa congregation, tumawag sa kanya late at night, about 12.30 or 1 a.m. Sabi niya, Pastor, 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 I have to talk to you right now. Emergency, right now. And sa higaan na si Pastor, sabi niya, bakit, 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 ang problema, ng emergency? Eh, yung asawa ko, ganito, ganito, nag-aaway sila, kailangan ng counseling, a very emergency crisis, crisis, crisis. Sabi ng Pastor, tinanong niya, how long has this been going on? Sabi niya, oh, it's, this has been going on, this problem for about, about two or three years now. Sabi ng pastor, two or three years, huh? Well, maybe if it took two or three years, maybe two or three more days won't hurt that much. Why don't you call me on this day, Tuesday, and we'll set an appointment. Ganun ba? Naglagay siya ng boundaries. If you don't have boundaries on your time, you don't have boundaries on your life. Because our time is our life. Does that make sense to you? And we need boundaries on our time. Marami nagsabi na, si Jesus walang ganun. Si Jesus laging available sa lahat ng tao, sa lahat ng occasions. But I think that's not true. In John chapter 12, yung mga Greeks who wanted to meet Jesus, they could not just approach Him directly. Ewan ko kung meron siyang guard or meron mga blockers. So yung mga Greeks... They went close to Andrew, 
and said, we want to meet Jesus. We want to meet Jesus. And Andrew said, okay, wait. So Andrew went to Peter and said, Peter, these people want to meet Jesus. And then together, Peter and Andrew went to Jesus to set an appointment. I'm telling you, Jesus was not always accessible to everybody all the time. Now, our God in heaven is, but when Jesus walked on the earth, he had boundaries. And we need boundaries with our time, and we need boundaries with our finances. Hello, finances. How many of you love to give people money? You always help your neighbors, your family. That's good. As Christians, we should be generous givers, helping people who are in need. Yeah? Do you agree with that? Especially if you're the one needy. You agree with that, right? But if you're the one giving it, maybe you're not so agreeable. It's good to help, yeah? That's a great feel. I love to help someone and solve somebody's problem. But it's not right if you train that person to become dependent on you instead of trusting in God and leaning on the Lord and depending on the Lord. Does that make sense? If you are constantly the one to bail out somebody not, who habitually has needs, always, and they always come to you, you're the first stop. Pag may problema, may nagsabi sa akin, Pastor, malaki ang problema ko, kaya inisip kita. Sana hindi lang sa panahon na may problema. Pero gano'n na, don't, don't think of another person first. Think of God first. Your first source of, of help should come from the Lord. Isn't it? My help, the Bible says, my help comes from where? The Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He's a rich God. He's a good God. And the Bible says all things work together for the good of those who love him. And the Bible says that God will supply all my needs according to his riches. But if you allow yourself to always be the source. Did you ever notice exacto may extra ka? Exacto na may lumapit sa'yo na kailangan ng pera. Good timing, you know? May extra ka, tapos adyadyan na yung nangangailangan ng pera. Or maybe it's the other way. Maybe you're the one. But listen, friends. You gotta set boundaries, especially sa time, because your time is your life, and especially sa money, because money is very tricky. Money is the source of many broken families. Money problems, utang, mga fights about money is can even break apart the best closest brothers. So we are always careful to have clear boundaries kung hanggang saan ang responsibilities to begin and where does the responsibilities end okay All right. does that make sense i bambi and i give our money our tithes and our offerings to sfcc to the church we give to the church because i believe in teamwork we can do more together than we can as an individual. When I, I love to help people, but if I help people on my own versus helping people 
through the church, we can do a lot more with the same amount of money because we brought it to the church. There's a corporate anointing that brings that to reach more people, to help more people. Siempre we have our own uh, relatives, we have our own families, but we bring most of our money to the church. And I hope and I encourage you to do the same. If you bring your tithes, if you bring your offerings to the church, if you say, my boundaries is, I'm going to give 10% to the Lord's work. That's a boundary for me. He get padon, I'm going to give as much offering as I can. And because that's going to feed the hungry. That's going to educate the illiterate. That's going to bring missions to 16 or 17 barangays right now and more. That's going to build church and reach others, which is our theme. Build church and reach. That's going to do a lot more than you can do as an individual. I assure you. So don't think of the church as a place where you can get something. I'm going to get a loan. If I join that church, they will give me money. Don't think of, don't think of me first when you need a pro. You know, the church exists for you to support it, no? Not the church will support you. Are you following me? Eh, it's still quiet. But we, are, we exist as Christians. The church needs your support, not the other way around. The, the church is not there to, to give you support, to, to pay your bills. It should be the other way around. The members of the church, we bring our finances to pay the bills of the church and empower the work of God to expand. Is that good? That's good news. So, okay, now let me go on. The first thing is to set boundaries for yourself. The next thing that I said, it's time boundaries, financial boundaries, even your boundaries with your conversation. Si Bambi nga, si Bambi, pag merong conversation na lumabas na hindi encouraging, gossip or back, bad mouthing or what, she would stop and just walk away. Or she would change the subject. Because ang boundary niya is, if it is not edifying, I don't want to be a part of it. Hindi ako in doon. Pag may chismisan, may bad mouthing, she would change the subject or walk away. We have to have boundaries on what we allow ourselves to be a part of. Yeah? You just say, I'm sorry, this is not edifying. Hindi to nakaka encourage. You're magnifying a problem instead of magnifying the Lord. I'm, not, I'm out of this conversation. You just walk away. In your homes, maybe there's, I know some of you are, sometimes in your house there's shouting. Some of you have been in homes where there's even fighting and even insults. Remember, you got a boundary. You don't have to put up and let yourself be uh, abused and hurt. You can just say, look, you can share your feelings to me, but if you shout or become violent, I walk away. I will walk away. That's my boundary. I have to protect myself so that I can love you as myself. Boundaries. Everybody say boundaries. I wish I had, you know, more capacity to download that that teaching to you but let's go to the second point not only do you set boundaries for yourself or establish for yourself but we need to respect the boundaries of others minsan hindi ganun ka clear yung boundaries nila okay may kailangan ka and you don't know kung hanggang saan ang 
you know, so maybe you need 500 and you ask for 1,000. And maybe their boundary was only 700. So lumampas ka. Kailangan natin maging sensitive and discerning kung ano yung comfort zone nila, ano yung boundaries nila. May isang friend ako sa States who magaling siya mag-program ng Excel, yung computer software. And we really needed help here sa, sa center to have an automated online payroll system that would do all the imbis na bungee clock, it would be check-in, time-in, and time-out sa pamamagitan ng internet. And it would automatically compute the payroll para mas mabilis. So I asked help from my friend, can you program this and this like this for me? So may ginawa siya. And magaling siya. So may ginawa siya. Sabi ko, wow, marunong siya. He knows what he's doing. But then, of course, yung ginawa niya, it's not perfect. It's just the first draft. So I sent an email back and I said, okay, can you make uh, version 2? Can you add these features and that features? And so he said, okay. So he, another week, and then he gave me another file with some improvements. And I said, this guy is good. This is, this is going to work. This will help us. So I, I said, can you make it like this and like this? And siempre very uh, idealistic na yung gusto kong mangyari. I want the best. And so I keep asking. And then finally, he wrote an email back to me. And he said, uh, I can't promise how much more time I can give on this project of yours. Sabi niya, I have to make a living. I ha- I'm trying to start a new company, and I have to earn money. It's hard right now, da-da-da. And so I wrote, an e- I wrote back to him, and I said, I totally understand what you've done so far. I appreciate it. Thank you for your help, and we're really grateful. And then, then I backed off. You understand? I backed off because he communicated his boundary for his time and his effort. He said, look, this, I've given so much already. I can't give more. That's the time it's my, it's my duty now to back off. You can't blame me for asking him to help. Because I'm on a mission. We're trying to build the kingdom of God here. It's just for the Lord's work. But it's wrong for me to keep pushing past the point of his boundary. Does that make sense? So we have to respect other people's boundaries. If you ask for something, don't make it a hard sell. Now, come on. If, you know, madalas, I hear this. If you loved me, you would do this. Yung barang very manipulative and pressure. If you love me, you would help me. If you don't help me, mag-aaway kami ni misis. If you don't do this, you're responsible for what happens to me. That's out of bounds, friends. It's okay to help people, but respect the boundaries. Are you following me? All right, it's a hard teaching. Letter A is offer people what they need and not what they want. Everybody wants something, but it might not be what they really need. For example, someone wants you to give them money. Maybe what they need is to budget a little bit better. Maybe somebody wants more of your time. Come on, can, can't you give me some time? I, I need to talk to you tonight. Tonight, ngayon din, I have to talk to you. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe what they need is additional friends. Para hindi 
sa isang tao ang lahat ng buhos ng problema nila. You understand? Maybe somebody wants a job. But what they need is to add value. To add something that will make you employable. Marami nagsasabi na, I need a job. Kaya dapat bigyan mo ako ng trabaho. Okay? So sabi ko, why should I give a job? Because I need it. Hindi. You got to have a different mentality, friends. You don't have a job because you need one. You have a job because you have something to give, something to offer. And people will want you. You'll be in demand. Okay? So offer people what they need, not just what they want. And the, one of the examples that came to mind is the lame man, a lame beggar. In Acts chapter uh, 3, in verse 3, Peter and John were going to the temple to pray. And there was a man begging and he was, you know, asking money and help me. And Peter said to him, look, we don't have silver and gold to give you. But what we do have, we'll give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. And Peter got his hand, took his hand, and helped him up. And gave him a hand up and not a handout. And the man was healed by the power of Jesus. And he got more than what he wanted and better than what he asked for. And so we need to have the wisdom of God to give people more than just what they ask, but give people the best of what they really need. And the second thing there is allow people to face their own consequences. Allow people to face their own consequences. Galatians 6 verse 7 and 8 says, You will always reap what you sow. The prodigal son, if you remember the story, umalis siya sa bahay, dinaman niya yung father, give me my mana. And he left. And the father knew that's a wrong decision, a wrong choice. But the father let him go. The father did not rescue him. Nung bumagsak siya, nawala ng pera, nawala siya ng mga kaibigan niya, and his life went down. Probably he's even in danger. But the father did not go rescue him. The father waited for him to endure the bitter consequences of his own actions. Tagutom, kabigatan, loneliness, depression, kung ano yung naranasan niya. Of course, the father's not happy. Siyempre, sinong loving father or mother who would be willing that your children suffer? The problem is, listen, mga nanay especially, you're too quick to rescue your children from their own bad choices. And because of that, you're hurting your children more than you're helping them. If they get into a consequence because they did not carry their own load, because they made rebellious choices, they made wrong decisions, and you always try to rescue them 
you're going to hurt them more. Because hindi sila matututo na mag-trust sa Diyos. They will always aasahan kanila that you'll be the one to bail them out. You'll be the one to always be there hanggang sa magiging abuso na and hindi ma-prosper ang relationship dahil walang boundaries. Oh, I pray that you understand this. Jesus cared about people more than anybody on this earth. Do you agree with that? Agree ba kayo Jesus loves people. He loved his disciples. He loved the people who came to him. He loves everybody. Jesus cares about people. Meron compassion. But Jesus did not grant every request. May isang nanay lumapit kay Jesus. Jesus, okay lang ba sa na my sons, si James and John, sila ay magiging mga cronismo. Sila ang magiging, ano ba? Sila ang magiging uh, left and right sa iyong kaharian. And Jesus basically said, no, no, can't do that, sorry. Denied. Permission denied. A demon-possessed man was healed. Tuwang-tuwa siya. Maganda naman yung motive niya. Sabi niya, Jesus, I'll come with you. I'll be your disciple. I'll follow you. And Jesus said, no, you cannot follow me. Go back home and go tell the people what God has done for you. But I cannot take you with me. You're not allowed to come. Wow. The request of this man was denied by Jesus. And many times people said, I'll follow you. Jesus said, no, you won't. Foxes have holes and, and lions have dens, but I don't have a place to lay my head. And basically Jesus denied requests. He did not grant every request. And neither should you. You've got to learn to say no. There's great health in a relationship when you learn to say no and enforce the boundaries of your life and respect the boundaries of others and do not abuse them, do not use them, do not push or ask beyond what they can offer you. Does that make sense? If, if, if you're always, if your favorite word is libre, and your second favorite word is pautang, and you always want to get help from someone, walang kapalit, or something that's mutual to benefit the relationship, the people might just tell you, look, I can help you hanggang dito lang, but I'm sorry, I, I can't save you, I can't rescue you, and I cannot be the total solution of all your problems. And here's the final point. And this is very, very important. Okay. I'm sharing this message to you from a heart of love. I love people. I love helping. That's my goal in life is to help people. But the best way you can help people is to empower them to take responsibility for themselves. And here's the greatest good news of the whole day right here. Number three. Let Jesus be the Savior and not you. <laughs> Let Jesus be the Savior and not you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Sino mag add to you? Teacher, auntie, kapitbahay? No, it will be God. You seek the kingdom of God, it will be added to you. God will be the one na mag 
take charge sa buhay mo. And He will add to you even the trials, yes. He will add to you all these things, not just only the smooth things. He will add to you the things that will help you develop, help you grow. He will add the people, the difficult people in your life because you need that. You'll need to learn to love, but I'm telling you, Jesus is the Savior. God uses people. God uses friends and family to help us in times of need. That's good. But never put yourself in a position where you can only depend on one person. And you can say, that person is the only hope for me. That person is my source. That person is my supply. Kung wala siya sa buhay ko, walang wala ako. If anybody has that role in your life, that is idolatry. That is an idol. Because an idol is where we put our hope and our trust and our dependency. And that is a role that is reserved only for Jesus. Shalamang ang aking tagapagliktas. And no one else should take that role in our lives. People play a role in our lives, but boundaries help us know that Jesus parin ang ating tagapagliktas. Does that make sense? Now, you may need help because you're hurting. You may have a burden that's too big to carry, too much. It might be a health burden. It might be a, a spiritual need. It might be a family problem that you just, maybe your marriage is about to break up. Maybe your children, you're so worried about them. It could be something so heavy. You cannot bear it alone. We love you. God loves you. And we will help you carry that burden. That's what we're here for. We will help you through that season of life. We will pray with you. We will support you. We will bring out finances for you. We will bring out our time. We will bring out everything. We do it all the time and we'll do it again. If you got a burden, we love you. We're going to help you. You understand that? But we want you to be learning how to carry your own load. Because that is what you need so that you can love yourself and love others and honor God and be useful to him in his kingdom. Okay? So everybody say, I'm responsible. We need boundaries for ourselves and boundaries for others. And ultimately, siya ang talagang love. God loves you. People can let you down, yeah? Sometimes you ask help and they, they don't help you and... You feel bitter. You feel resentful. But God will never let you down. God will always give you just what you need. Okay? And so if, if maybe you've been one of these people that has been a, a needy, dependent person, my message for you today is Jesus is there for you. Better to go to him kapit sa Panginoon kaysa kakapit ka sa mga tao. Balang araw, madi-disappoint ka lang. Trust the Lord. Love Him. If God uses people, praise God. You know, let that build your love for, for the church and for your family. Let that's good. But don't be very, very dependent sa tao, kundi sa Diyos lang. 
And if you are dealing with people sa buhay mo na very needy, they're draining you, the best thing to do is just love them, pray for them, have compassion, pero maglagay ka ng boundaries para alagaan mo ang puso mo, alagaan mo ang oras mo, alagaan mo ang sarili mo so that you can be healthy because the best gift that you can give to me is a healthy you. Kung hindi ka healthy, kung wounded ka, may samang loob, you will treat me bad. But if you have boundaries and wala kang samang loob because naglagay ka ng boundaries, maybe sa umpisa, siguro nagalit yung tao na nabiglaan, bakit ganun? Kala ko friends tayo. But eventually, maintindihan nila and you will have more self-respect and they will respect you and you will be able to give more pure love kapag mayroon kang boundaries at inaalagaan mo ang sarili mo. Does that make sense? Does this help anybody today? All right.